It's time now for Keeping It 100 with Dory. Sponsored by the Derek Olivier Institute, Keeping It Real with Dory is designed to analyze, discuss, and develop positive outcomes to help stop the violence in the community. Now, let's go to the studios. Here's our show host, Edmund Davis. Alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships. When you apply, you'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. What's the science class? Let the course begin as every episode is a semester. Thank you for tuning in to Keeping It 100 with Dory on Buffalo Radio, making one history one generation at a time. We are broadcasting from Arkansas Baptist College in downtown historic uh, Little Rock's Dunbar neighborhood section. Okay, so we will cut it short with our normal uh, phase of introductory uh, items because we have someone special that's waiting just to get on. But before we go there, I have a couple of house. Uh, keeping items to talk about and just to kind of to mention moving forward okay so this announcement goes out first and foremost uh, to my little sister happy born day belated and my mother today's my mother's birthday so happy birthday mom charlotte thompson i love you so much have an awesome day mom okay and our last guest was professor nikita reed out of university of arkansas soul uh, arkansas soul magazine 
We want to thank her and her team for uh, the interview last time before spring break. And, of course, we want to also be preemptive and, and recognize uh, Captain Lindsay for next week, Lord willing. Okay? So before mentioning uh, anything else, we wanted to go ahead and make sure that was taken care of. And also that this is the last interview for Women's History Month 2021. Amen? So we're thankful for all of our past guests, which includes Peyton White, of course, one of the youngest pilots in America. Uh, we want to recognize Helen Michelle Brown Dowdell. She's an inventor, a global inventor. First woman, not first black woman, but the first American woman to own a traffic signal, U.S. patent approved. For Tamara Turner, first black woman in America to be uh, with American Airlines to have a partnership with her dessert. Also, we want to thank Nikita Reed, as we mentioned earlier. And today, folks, today we have Miss Sherry Johnson. She's more than an actress. She's more than an author. She's more than a film producer. She's more than an entrepreneur. Okay, she's more than uh, a star. But again, we're grateful, and we'll talk a little bit more about her uh, just about a second from now, okay? But we want to go ahead and give our urgent thanks to all those from the collective standpoint of uh, maturity, from the collective standpoint of national community, conversation with resources, and with Buffalo Radio's Keeping It 100 with Dory. We want to thank all of you for partaking in uh, this uh, radio station, and of course to our listeners from Memphis to Chicago, from Florida to Philly, from Pittsburgh to West Memphis, we thank you all for listening right now, okay? Because today's show, we will have Ms. Johnson, and we're going to talk about nutrition and the effects on violence and homicides, and she has a background to a lot of folks don't really realize with nutrition and a number of items that she's just so great at, okay? So moving forward, let's go ahead and begin with the introduction to Ms. Sherry Johnson, and of course, I grew up watching Ms. Johnson, and I uh, grew up watching a number of, uh, at that time in the 80s and the 90s, were child celebrities and actors, whether it was Gary Coleman, Todd Bridges, you know, uh, Dana Plato, you know, S Steve Urkel, or what have you. Of course, we all grew up watching them and loving them. Rick Schroeder, you know, we go way back. And so Ms. Johnson was one of them. My family, we always had talked great things, you know, about her. And of course, we're going to continue that. Of course, we're going to continue that today. And, uh, you know, she's a trailblazer in many ways and many in many obstacles uh, has been overcome and things of that nature. And so we just want to thank her for uh, being the uh, keynote today, if you will, or the uh, top women's history speaker. The last one. OK, for the month of March. We're grateful here at the Buffalo radio station uh, moving forward. OK, and also this is one year anniversary of keeping it 100. So we thank God for allowing and blessing us to have this show for a year, to have awesome guests like Miss Johnson on. You know, she can give us a lot of information about what it takes to be successful and what she's done to stay in the game this long, to be relevant right now, and so to be the super mom that she is in the business mind that she's been doing and producing films, etc. Okay, so without further ado, let's go ahead and give an introduction. We have actress, author, producer, writer, and entrepreneur, Ms. Sherry Johnson, of course, a Pittsburgh native, okay? And she's, again, has been involved in uh, many of productions, and she's been a producer and a writer on many fronts, namely films, all right? She's written several books. She's a best-selling author, I might add, okay? All right, best known for her work on Punky Brewster. I grew up watching the show, and her role on television sitcom uh, of course, we all know about Family Matters with Laura and Steve Urkel and, of course, the Winslow family. And uh, whether it's Carl Winslow, the son, Eddie, you know, moving forward, I believe his brother went to Gremlin when I was there back in the 90s. And so that was a 90s sitcom. And, of course, uh, Laura Winslow, 
of her friend when she played the role of Maxine. All right. Of course, she's also had reoccurring roles in the Parkers. Yes, that's right. And also Days of Our Lives. In addition, Ms. Johnson has wrote and produced uh, a movie, of course, called I Do, I Did. And uh, of course, along with 15 other movies that she's produced or had starred in. Okay, she's also embarked on a new career as an author, has written five books. And of course, I believe a children's book as well. She can correct me. Of course, she's won the uh, African-Americans Move Book Club Award. This was, I believe, in 2009. And she also, of course, started producing, uh, of course, not just her own film that she wrote. Uh, She also played in uh, eight films as well. I believe in 2010, she uh, was debuted as a writer and released her first book, which entitled Around the World Twice. In 2011, she released her second book, folks. That's right, her second book, writing two, of course, books at that time. It says here, two different walks of a life of a celebrity and Avenge Housewife, okay, yes, right, Avenge Housewife, oh, I'm sorry, Average Housewife, I got that wrong, it's Average Housewife, okay, her third novel, Peaches and Cream, is available now, folks, make sure you get you a copy, Peaches and Cream is available right now, okay, her book, uh, Stupid Guy's Diary, was released in August of 2013, and she recently founded a Terrific, Sherific, I'm sorry, Sherific Publishing, and became her own publisher, all right, Sherry's latest venture is her podcast. That's right. She is a national uh, podcast right now, okay? And so where she invites the people who grew up watching her to listen and what's going on in, uh, you know, Sherry's world, which includes her adventures of motherhood and her natural beauty product line, which we'll be able to talk about as well, okay? Because she's a co-owner of a spy in Miami. It's called Keeping It All Natural. That's what we're going to do, folks. We're going to keep it natural, and we're going to keep it 100 and so we welcome, okay, Miss Sherry Johnson. Welcome to Keeping It 100 with Miss Johnson. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yes, ma'am. We are just delighted to have you on our show. And uh, give the Keeping It uh, 100 audience, give us something that I didn't talk about, maybe uh, two items or two facts that I didn't mention in your biography that people don't know about that you want to share with us. Give us about one or two of them. I am a certified nutritionist, and that takes me over to my wellness center in Miami called Keon, keeping it all natural. And I really came from a different generation where women just loved ourselves naturally, like the way we were born. Yes. And my whole plight in the wellness center is to remind people that we're all perfectly imperfect, just the way that God made us. Wow. I love it, folks. And, and, and I want to definitely uh, say that perfectly imperfect. I like that. I think... um. Someone said something similar to that effect. I think it was a John Legend song where he was, I forgot the name of the song, but he was talking about he was perfect. It's going to come back to me, and I'm going to send you that link when I get that song in my head. But uh, definitely uh, me and Monica, we go back and forth about that. But definitely um, it's an honor to have you here. And the importance of nutrition. And I was telling my students about you, Ms. Johnson, and, uh, you know, that part that some people don't realize about your background and, and of course, where you, one of your other strengths is, is in nutrition. And so that falls along our topic. And for those who are just now tuned in, I am Ed Davis. We have a uh, living legend, Miss Sherry Johnson on the line. Of course, actor, she's a producer. She is a writer, an author, a super mom. She's done a lot of things, a business owner. And we're talking right now about the importance of nutrition. And of course, people know this show because we talk about African-American males in the homicide pandemic, before the pandemic, and of course, what you eat and the importance of nutrition 
is relevant and has a lot to do with it. So that ties us into our esteemed uh, host and our esteemed guest right now, and that's uh, Ms. Johnson. So, of course, uh, there's a number of items that, you know, we want to talk about, but definitely um, when I watched you grow up in the 80s as a teen and the 90s as a college student, what advice can you give aspiring actors and actresses or business owners, okay, what advice can you give them uh, to what it is that you did as a celebrity uh, growing up in TV I think one of the biggest things in my career and what I've learned about successful people is they're not afraid to fail. You know, people don't get to see as hard as we try and and the things that go wrong. The only thing you guys really see is our highlight reel. Mm -hmm. For actors specifically, you get one job out of 100 auditions. So I've heard 100 times no more than I hear yes. So all you guys see is the wins. Stop being afraid to fail. Stop letting your own fears get in the way of what you really want. And if you really want it, go get it. Don't listen to what anybody else says because your dream is nobody else's dream and no one else's journey is going to be like yours. Wow. And for those listening, my students all over the city and and all over campus, you heard it, you know, don't be afraid to fail. And, And that is being successful, you know, when you're not afraid to do that. And so we're grateful for that moving forward. Okay. Now, the importance of nutrition and with your background as a nutritionist, what is the genesis behind your checkmate on becoming a certified nutritionist? What was the what was the genesis behind you be of falling into that area and being successful? I wish, I wish it was like this wonderful story that I wanted to heal the world, but that's not at all what it is. Growing up, my mother owned gyms and I have eight brothers. So wow. my mother would not leave me home by myself <laughs> while she was at work. Uh, the weeks that I was not on set and being an actor, my mom made me come to the gym. Well, I didn't like sweaty people, so I really wasn't trying to touch anybody. And I had to figure out like a lane for me to be there and not get in trouble while I was there. So I learned to clean the machines and I vacuumed and I started putting people on meal plans. And I realized that everything that they were taught about nutrition in school or just through life is totally wrong. And everybody's genetic makeup is not the same. Yes, we are all created equal, but Mm -hmm. we are not created the same. Certain things black people cannot tolerate uh, that white people can, and that's because our DNA is different. Like lactose intolerant, a high number of African-American people or Mm -hmm. black, whatever you want to call them, um, they're lactose intolerant because we're not baby cows. We're not supposed to be drinking cow pus. That's Mm -hmm. basically what it is. Right. And, you know, if you listen to the FDA and these commercials, they say that you need milk for calcium, but there's really more calcium and green leafy vegetables, and most people don't know that. Mm. So as I went on this plight, really for my people in my community who have the high blood pressure, the sugar diabetes, um, who have a lot of autoimmune disorders that Uh we don't see other people having, I realized that the foundation is all the same for all of them, and it all starts with their food intake. So even the people that were in the gym trying to get in good shape, they still had these internal battles. And I started battling these internal battles for people at 14 years old, but I couldn't get certified until I was 18. So at 18, I got my first certification, and I've just kept my certification Mm -hmm. current every two years afterwards. Wow. Wow. And, you know, it resonates with me. And you said it earlier in, in the same breath about 
the issue with milk and I don't think I drank milk. It's probably been since the early, early 90s, late 80s since I actually drank uh, milk. And I went from D-milk to 2% milk. It was a gradual process as a, a student athlete. And then I just stopped it and turned to almond milk and, and you know, I, you know, use almond milk. So what are your, what are your, uh, uh, you know, input? I was going to say, and while almond milk is wonderful for men, but unfortunately for us women, you're not supposed to eat more than a handful of nuts a day. But when you're drinking almond milk, that's a lot of milk. It makes us bloat oh. and it makes us gain weight instead of losing weight. And a lot of women don't like that. Wow. I'm learning y'all. Y'all listen. I'm learning. I never <laughs> knew that before. So I'm smarter because, um, People that I know and people that I love, they they drink it, and, and these are these are women. So I'm gonna I'm gonna plug them in on from what you said, Miss Johnson. So I really appreciate that. That's uh that's awesome. And so uh, just um, I've got a student right here. His name is Raekwon. He's from New York, and uh, yeah, I've got yeah, I've got us. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, take a break real fast. We'll be right back on keeping it 100 Dory. Alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. The smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships when you apply. You'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a 20 $500 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. Okay, welcome back to Keeping It 100 with Dory here on Buffalo Radio. We're being real, and that's what we're doing. We're keeping it real by keeping it 100. We have on the line uh, actress. We have philanthropist, business owner, super mom, CEO. We have nutritionist, Miss Sherry Johnson, who I uh, watched recently. Uh, you know, had a chance to uh, look at some of her work recently. But we're having a conversation about 
almond milk. And she dropped a bombshell, folks. I had no idea. I'm smarter now. And I have some at my house. <laughs> so, Monica Davis, please, we have to let you know to decrease your intake on almond milk, okay? And so, uh, yeah, you might want to try some rice milk. Some coconut milk is best, or even um, some oat milk. But you have to eat oat milk in variation. I would never tell people to drink soy milk because too much consumption of soy causes cancer. Okay. Okay. And, and I'm taking notes. I'm definitely taking notes. Oh, yeah. And so, Ms. Johnson, I have a student here. He's sitting next to me. His name is Raekwon. He's from New York. He's real proficient in my classroom, but that's one of the things we do here is we let the students ask uh, people questions, and we have a couple of approved questions that uh, he may want to ask you, okay? Awesome. Hey, hello. How you doing? Hey, Raekwon. What's up? <laughs> First off, um, it's a pleasure to have you on a radio station. Um, it's really back. nice to be here. Can you speak up, baby? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. <laughs> to go back on um, what you said about being afraid, um, I definitely agree. And I, I believe that you um, have to fail sometimes to succeed. That's the only way to succeed if you fail multiple times. But um, I also have a few questions. Um, being a black woman in Hollywood, how does that affect your mental health? I'm sorry, I couldn't hear the question. I heard being a black woman in Hollywood. I said being a black woman in Hollywood, how, do, how does that affect your mental health? Does it affect my mental health? Yes, ma'am. Raekwon? Yes, ma'am, can you hear me? Is that what you asked, how does it affect my mental health? Yes, ma'am. Well, you know, I've been a black woman my whole life, so I don't know how to be any other way. <laughs> uh, I don't think it has any effect in my mental health. The only thing it does with my career is there's not as many roles for black women as there is for Caucasian women. But I don't know that it makes my, my journey any more difficult, honestly, than anyone else's. So I don't, I don't think it's played a role in my mental health at all. What I don't like is I don't watch TV, and I think that helps. Because probably if I watched everything on TV, it would drive me crazy. I had a conversation when I was about eight or nine years old with Miss Cicely Tyson. And when I sat down with Cicely, she told me, baby, do me a favor. Only take roles that move black women forward. Don't do anything to set us back. At eight or nine, I don't think I really understood what that meant. But growing up, I did when I started getting auditions and I started passing on things. Um, I do have my moments where I get upset, but I realize that black people are given what we accept, right? And just because we're given something or we're offered something doesn't mean that I have to accept it. I was offered a role about two weeks ago of a woman who was owned by a man. He was her slave owner. And I wrote my manager back and I said, this job is not for me, but thank you for the opportunity. And he writes me back, he goes, this is a really good one. She's the lead. And I said, the only way I will ever be owned by anyone is if I kill them. Me personally, in my journey, I feel that there has been enough roles where black women play slaves. There's so many other things for us to do. That's not a part of my journey. 
Now, I'm sure there will be an actress somewhere who will take the job, who will kill it, who will do a, a wonderful job at it. Maybe that was a part of her journey, and maybe she feels differently. But one of the things that I've learned about this business is it's all about money. It's not personal. So I've learned to take the emotion out and just be rational and to rationally know what's okay for Cherry and what's not okay for Cherry. Because what's okay for me is maybe not okay for the women who are on Atlanta Housewives. Like, I would never do that show, but it's okay for them. But that's not my walk. So I just try to, you know, keep a steady head and strive forward in my journey and not really worry about the effects of what's going on around me. Correct. Does that make sense, Raekwon? Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. And right now, Ms. Sherry, I'm, I'm a student. You're the teacher, so definitely uh, you uh, lay down a lesson for all of us here in the studio. And, you know, we want to definitely pay homage to the late, great uh, Cicely Tyson for, for, for being that blessing and for you blessing us with that information. Ms. Johnson, can you hear me? I can hear you now, okay. but I don't know what you said before. Oh, no, I was just saying thank you. Uh, you know, Cicely Tyson blessed you with the information, and you just blessed us here oh. in the studio. <laughs> yeah, she, she is a tremendous force, and I was blessed to play her daughter, and I got to watch her work. She was a constant professional, even under pressure. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Now, as a businesswoman, as a mom who was a celebrity and health aficionado on nutrition, on a scale of one to 10, how would you number prenatal care for mothers uh, and their children? Prenatal care is everything. What people don't realize is that you are actually growing a human, right? And your body makes sales from what you eat. Your body can actually rejuvenate and remake itself every seven years, depending upon what you eat. So while you're growing a whole human in your home, everything you eat is what they're being made from. So if you're eating Doritos, if you're eating cereal, processed food, canned foods, those chemicals are what your body, your child's body and its brain is going to be made of. But if you're eating like organic fruits and vegetables, your kid is getting all the great things that they need to grow, to be strong, to be healthy, and to be intelligent. Because that's literally how their little heart is growing, how their skin is growing, how their little brain is growing. And when they say you need to um, eat what you want to look like, that is so real. Like, I happen to love Funyuns right? I don't want to look like a Funyun. So if I put a Funyun next to an apple, what would I rather look like? I want to be that apple, right? right it's right. bright. It's vibrant. The skin is smooth and pretty. So the whole time you're pregnant, I tell people, I have clients who are preparing for the pregnancy. Mm -hmm. One of the best things that you can do is start preparing a year out, you know, and if you can't maybe do a year, but, but six months to three months ahead of time mm -hmm. can totally change the child that you have. Wow. I received that. And, you know, I'm, I'm reading some data right here, and it says that 
approximately 18 to 25 black males are killed every day in America and by other black males. And so I'm thinking their diet plays a role in this. No one ever talks about the food. I know in Little Rock, there's a dollar store in, proxim in close proximity to houses in economically underserved neighborhoods. There are plenty of dollar stores that sell poison. It's not really nutritional food. It, the food sold at these dollar stores lack nutrition. And so, of course, getting back to my question to you, what you said, and you've answered it, about nutrition is everything. What would you say to those single parent mothers or just the mothers in general that have that issue or don't even talk about in conversation with the health of their child about what they consume and how it affects the outcome, the nutrition or lack thereof of their sons, primarily black sons? The, so I have a little brother and he happens to live in Little Rock, Arkansas. My dad is in uh, Little Rock, Arkansas. Wow. So daddy, if you're listening, I want to give it up to you. I love you, Mr. Lawrence Harper. <laughs> and I love you too, Bray Bray. That's my brother. Um, yes. You know, the dollar food, the dollar stores might be where you have to shop for your family, but there are better choices. Stay away from things that have like red dyes in them like the red Gatorades versus the white or blue Gatorade. Okay. Um, anything with red dye is known to have links with ADHD. Wow. And um, there's, I don't know what it is, but there's some kind of cancer causing something that goes on with that red dyes and yellow dyes. So stay away from like the red M&Ms and the red Gatorades and those, those hot chips that they give our children. Mm-hmm. If you can, get them anything but that. Try to stick with the the whole 100% juices. Um, if you have to buy them some kind of chips, maybe choose like the sun chips. There are healthier alternatives. And if you can't figure out what the healthy alternatives are, but you really want to know, hit me up on Instagram. My Instagram is cherryjohnson75. I have no problem answering any questions in my DMs that you have. Yes, yes. For those listening and just tuned in, we're talking to the actress, to the entrepreneur, to the health professional, Ms. Cherry Johnson. She's just gave us a couple of tips on how you can reach her, and we're going to do that again uh, before we end the show uh, because, again, it's important for us to follow and to ask questions and to support, you know, on all levels, whether it's movies, whether it's her books, you know, whether you're in Miami, stopping by the uh, spa shop. We want to support Ms. Johnson moving forward. Definitely that's important, and uh, we want to speak life to that as we move forward, okay? Now, we've got black and brown women are at a greater risk of not only dying at childbirth, but when they have children, research from an abstract article, and it's called Early Health Risk Factors for Violence. It says conceptualization review and evidence as implications, and this is by a doctor named, I believe this is Chinese, Jiupeng Lu, a PhD assistant professor at the National Library of Medicines says early health risk factors uh, influence negative behavior outcomes include prenatal and postnatal nutrition. Now, of course, you already answered that last question as a nutritionist. That is very relevant. And of course, what you just said equals what this a scholar just noted on this uh, website. And so, um, you know, if you're a mother, if you're even a dad, you're hopefully you're listening to what Sherry just mentioned about how important it is with uh, prenatal health care, postnatal health care, 
you know, what you eat around your children. And she just took us all to school on the red dyes, uh, whether it's in the Gatorade or in those hot flaming chips. It seems like a lot of these young people are eating hot red flame chips. Every time I see them eating bags of chips, it's always something spicy. I'm almost 50 years old. I, I, don't, I don't eat anything spicy like that. So I'm um, definitely, uh, yeah, I don't like that at all. And I'm from West Philly. I don't like that spicy stuff. So definitely uh, to each his own. But when it comes to health, when it comes to longevity, when it comes to, you know, yeah, health and longevity, you want to uh, be mindful of, uh, you know, what was just said. Okay. So what is your evaluation on the diet of both the women and children, of course, the moms, that promotes this uh, antisocial thread of communication when it comes to conflict resolutions amongst black males. It seems like there's an issue with- I am so sorry, my love. I did not hear half of what you said. Okay. Uh, can you hear me now? I can hear you, but it's like really, your background is drowning out your voice. Okay. I can adjust me here. Okay. What about now? That's better. Okay. Yep. Uh, my question was, let's see here. My, my can't hear you my love okay all right what about now can you hear me now what about now i'm, a I'm trying to move around the room i don't <laughs> think it's my phone okay i'm, I'm gonna switch mics real fast okay what about I'm now so i'm gonna switch mics it it sounds like cherry it's can you hear me now cherry around the mic like you have a fan on or something yeah what about now? Can you hear me now? That's that's better. Microphone check. I can hear you now. I'm sorry. Hey, Cherry, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you a lot better now. Thank you. Cherry, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Cherry, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Okay. Cherry, can you hear me now? Okay. Now, uh, my question was, uh, what is your okay, advice? Okay, now I can't. You got to keep talking loud. Okay. All right. What about now? I'm can you sorry. hear me now? <laughs> yes, I can hear you now. Okay. <laughs> okay. We, we got this. The devil's alive. We're going we gonna to work this out. Okay. I'm so, I wish you could hear it from my end. It sounds horrible. I, c I can hear. I can hear you. Let me see. All right. What about now? I just, I, I can hear you. Okay. All right, definitely. Uh, okay, so my next question is, what is your evaluation of the diet of both mom and children that promote this antisocial thread of communication when it comes to conflict resolutions? It seems like black males, you know, that's it's it's egregious of the number of homicides we see a year. It's by minimum six thousand homicides a year are committed by African American males, and it seems like it's not just something from the uh, neurological standpoint or the social and emotional but it comes down to the diet as well and so uh what's your take on the anti-socialness of this uh of this uh corruption you know what i really would want to know do you know the statistics on caucasian male-on-male -male, uh murder while you throw out the black uh numbers what what is it comparison to the caucasian numbers do we even know that data yes that data is i think it's number four as far as, uh, you know, it's number one for black males when it comes to what kills us faster or at the proficiency level, it's uh, 6,000. White males, I think it's at 3,000. 
So we're 6.6% of the U.S. population. White males are 33% of the population. But murder is number four on their list. It's number one on our list. And so I'm glad you asked that, that question. You know, I looked yeah, at, because I would love to know the comparison. Because I'm looking, I think it depends on, on what you're looking at, right? Um, I personally don't believe all the data that's, that's put out there. Because depending upon where you get your information from, it's different. Like, I just looked it up right now where I see uh, race, right? Victims, white men. It says that uh, most of them are killed by white men. So I think crime itself is done mostly by your, by your own ethnicity group. It's uh, what we call, I think the terminology is called intra-racial, you know, killing. And, of course, a lot of people are scared of black males because they think we're just killing everybody. No, we're killing each other. So, you know, for someone to say that they're scared of us, yeah, we should be scared of us, but we should be also embracing us as far as black males are concerned. You know, numbers, statistically speaking, you know, uh, I'm at a greater risk of being killed by an African-American male than I am a Caucasian, a Asian, a Latino or Hispanic or that, Native American. But that stands for every ethnicity. That's what I'm saying. When they put those statistics out there, they always say black on black crime, right? But white on white crime is higher than anything else. So it's crime against our own communities. And I understand what you're saying. We don't understand why we're victims. But from day one, our biggest crimes of humanity were made against other black people. We could have never got on a slave ship if it wasn't for somebody convincing us that it was okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That starts from the beginning of time. You have to think back into history and what goes through your DNA and your genetics. So if supposedly... We were all brought here on a slave ship, which I do not believe that we were. We're indigenous to this country, right? But we know what happens once the Europeans came into this country. We were beaten, we were raped, we were murdered. If white people have trauma and they deal with their trauma by getting help with their mental health, black people have never dealt with their trauma. We don't go see psychiatrists. We don't say, hey, I'm having a mental health problem today, and I need help. Nobody hears us. What kind of trauma have we been carrying from these generations when our ancestors were slaves, and when is it going to be dealt with? Yeah, we have a a, a 200-year gap in in getting assistance on on multiple levels, you're right, man. And real quick, so, Miss Cherry, we're, we're gonna take our we're gonna take a commercial break, and we'll be right back with keeping it 100 on Dory. Alumni, parents, and students, be sure to listen every Monday night at 6 p.m. to Arkansas Baptist College today. Every week, we'll discuss Arkansas Baptist College and the campus activities. Guests will include faculty, staff, students, and we'll even throw in a community leader or two. Be the first to know what's happening on and around the campus of Arkansas Baptist College by listening to Arkansas Baptist College today. That's every Monday at 6 p.m. on Buffalo Radio. 
smart, affordable choice when choosing a college is as simple as ABC. Arkansas Baptist College is among the most affordable colleges in the state of Arkansas. We'll work with you to create the optimal financial package and consider you for a variety of institutional scholarships. When you apply, you'll receive automatic considerations for merit scholarships, which are renewable up to four years and based on your GPA. First-time freshmen are also eligible for a $2,500 annual reward. In addition to scholarships for academic merit, we offer athletic scholarships, and we can't forget about scholarships for band and choir. Our financial aid team can help you through the process of compiling scholarships, grants, loans, and work study. We here at Arkansas Baptist College believe college should be accessible to everyone. For more information, call 501-420-1234. Arkansas Baptist College. We'll see you on campus. Are you tired of the violence that is racking your community? Are you wishing someone would do something about it? The Derek Olivier Research Institute, based on the Arkansas Baptist College campus, is doing just that. Join Edmund Davis every Thursday at 6 p.m. as he and his special guests discuss viable solutions for stopping the violence in our communities. That's Keeping It 100 with Dory every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. Yes, welcome back to Keeping It 100 here on Buffalo Radio, where Bing Real is the deal. And we have here Cherry, Miss Cherry Johnson. We're having a great conversation about uh, African-American male homicides, the numbers, the statistics. And we know some of the information is skewed, our sources, where we get them from. So she's brought up some great points and is bringing out the scholar in all of us. So we really appreciate Miss Cherry and what she's talking about uh, moving forward. Thank you. I appreciate being here. And, and have an opportunity to even speak about this. You know, one of the things that black youth are not taught is emotional intelligence. Most of the time when black youth are, are taught about emotional intelligence, it's either when they're coming out of the juvenile hall system or they're coming out of prison. There's an actual class that's given. Now, that's one thing that our white counterparts are taught early. Do not let your emotions take over, right? Do not let your emotions take over and how to think rationally. Were you ever taught that as a, as a young man? Yes. Um, Rick, we have, a, I have another student had another question for you, but I wanted to jump back in what you said real fast about SEL, social and emotional learning. And we have a, you know, we talk about that here and it's a great point that you brought up because you don't hear it else. It's always pretty much um, prevention. Not in, well, it's always intervention and not prevention when it's talked about a lot of times. And so we want to make it something that's preemptive, whether it's an orientation, uh, a required course, especially for young people, it seems not just African-American males, but just people in general are on edge a whole lot. And we have to have ways that where we monitor their um, emotional IQ, as we call it. And so but it's important. And, but I have another student here, Miss Cherry, that wants to ask a question. And he's from Africa. So he has a, a question for you. OK. Hello. Hi. Hello. Hi. How are you? It's good. Nice to meet you. So from the continent of Africa, Yes. what state are you from? Uh, or what country are you from? I'm from Tanzania. It's in East Africa. Absolutely. I know where it is on the map. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my name is Alex, and uh, it's a pleasure to meet you. 
I am interested in your field of nutrition. Uh, my question is, I've seen a trend of athletes once they start being a bit older, like Tom Brady, LeBron James, they start tightening more on their diets. Does that have an effect on performance? I'm sorry, they start doing what of a battle? Uh, as athletes age, they tend to change their diets, make it more oh, yes. strict. How does that affect performance? Oh, Alex, first of all, it is so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for caring about nutrition. But nutrition is everything, especially as you get older. A lot of our athletes are turning to more veganism and they're, they're not being such carnivores as they're getting older because they're realizing that as you eat an animal, you're also taking on everything that the animal's eaten or everything that the animal carries, which means you're taking on animal hormones as well. But if you cut some of that meat out of your diet and some of that dairy out of your diet, you have less mucus in your body, which means that your body is going to heal itself faster because when you're eating things like meat, dairy, cheese, your body's producing mucus. Mucus helps your body be inflamed. But when you're eating something like green leafy vegetables and fruit, they're natural anti-inflammatories which helps their joints um, heal faster in between games. So they don't have so much inflammation in their body. When you cut out inflammation and you cut out mucus, you cut out disease, which helps you be healthier overall. Okay, so, hello? Yes. Um, so in the sense of... Uh, would you say that when an athlete reduces the consumption of red meat and changes it into like in a diet where they start using white meat like fish, um, pork, lean pork, would that be much better in the long run? I personally, as a, as a nutritionist, would never tell anybody to eat pork because most pigs eat trash. <laughs> so when you're, when you're eating things, you have to ask yourself what are they eating and if you want to like you know fill your body with trash then that's up to you but i would stay away from it yes ma'am. have you ever looked at the body of a silverback gorilla uh yes they're native to where i'm from they have amazing body amazing muscle mass but guess what they're vegan they don't eat meat at all no, that's a, that's a fact. I never really looked into it. Uh, some of my clients are boxers. And dealing with boxers and trainers, especially old trainers, they want to fill their, um, their guys up with like pasta and a lot of carbs because they feel like that's where they get the energy from. But what happens is after, they totally crash, right? When I work with their athletes for about six months, and I just want you to know that I'm not vegan. So I'm not just pushing veganism, but I'm pushing what's good for your body. But when I work with their athletes, I will put them on like a 10-day vegan kind of diet. And these guys go in the rink and their stamina, they're able to keep it up and they don't get tired as fast. And they're like, I wish you would have told me this years ago, Sherry, because we wouldn't have that like mid-crash. What's happening is when they fill themselves up with carbs, basically it's not the carbs, it's the sugar. So they're getting the sugar rush 
from the carbs and that's where they're getting their energy from but that's where the big crash comes from as well when they eat things like you know fruits and vegetables they're getting their energy from all the vitamins and all the nutrients that's in that food yes so you do heavily suggest that veganism does help athletes improve their conditioning their endurance and overall performance absolutely I would say, you know, if you can, and I can't, I love tacos. I'm not going to front. I'm from Pittsburgh. I need a cheesesteak every once in a while. But I do live 90% of my life in a veganism lifestyle, cutting out the bread and the white flowers. Basically, everything that's white is the devil and it's not good for you. And that's because when you get things like white flour, bread, rice, those things are bleached. It's not their natural color. And anything that man kind of makes in a factory is not good for you. You have to think the Food and Drug Administration, sorry to call you guys out, but they work hand in hand with our medical system. So if people don't get sick, they have no, they have no clients, which means they're making no money. I have students. I'm sorry, Miss Cherry. No, no, no. I was just gonna say, you know, you're from Africa. Some of the foods that you see here on the in the inner aisles aren't even allowed in other countries because of the adjectives that they put inside of them are so horrible for you. The preservatives, they don't want anything to do with them. Europe will not carry our cereal. Russia won't let us import any food over there. They call our food trash. That yeah, is true. Um, most of our foods are natural. They're put on naturals. Um, we get them like from natural places. Our chicken are free range and all processed. I'm sorry, Alex. I can't hear you, love. Uh, yeah, so I had a hard time transitioning into the food in America because I was used to more of the natural aspects of food. I was never used to sweet bananas like the ones they have here because they have yes. back home they have less sugar so yeah there was a bit of struggle in the transition that's why my question was how can I keep an optimum performance in my selected sport I play soccer with a diet that's here in America if I were you Alex until you got back home I would try to be as vegan as possible. And some people say, oh, it's so expensive. But Walmart has great alternatives. Like you could buy like a bag of broccoli slaw for $1.99 in most Walmarts. It might go up to maybe $3, but not much more than that. Um, I would try to stay away from the inner aisles, honestly, in the grocery store if you could. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much for your information. No problem. Thank you, Alex. Sherry, that was awesome. I have other students in the studio that are learning, and they're like, wow, wow. Yeah, I'm going to send you a picture. You have to see what these guys are doing here at the studio. So we're so oh, grateful. <laughs> yes, yes. So b- before we you know, wrap it up and close it up, definitely I had a, another question for you. And, of course, um, just to give the, uh, the audience that are listening, whether they're in Chicago and East Pablo Alto, California, I want to give a special shout out to the Olivier family, 
Dory is an acronym for the Derek Olivier Research Institute. Derek was one of our students who was uh, shot and killed 10 years ago just across around the corner, and he was a, a freshman football player. And uh, we Aww. came up with yeah, the initiative to start uh, a research center here, a research institute rather, here on campus. And this is just a radiotherapy extension of that. And I believe we're the only radio program in the country that's designed exclusively to talk about these kind of conversations. And to have you on is just beyond a blessing. But definitely, um, I wanted to see if, you know, if you could give just the audience in general just some nutritional enhancements. But you've been doing that the entire time. You've telling us about the uh, red dyes, whether it's with Gatorade. And I'm sitting amongst some guys who probably drink that. And so they're looking at me like, look, we have to change our game up. We have to step it up. man." Miss Cherry, <laughs> Cherry putting us down. We have to step up our game. So we are definitely appreciative of that. But but let us know some other ways that we can support, you know, whether we're in Miami you know, whether we're uh, in Pittsburgh and, and, and of course, we both have that Pennsylvania connection. So, uh, hey. you know, how can we support your other what's your future projects coming up, movies that we can support your latest book that's coming out? How can we uh, find out more about that? Thank you so much. You can always look on my website, you guys, which is therealcherry.com. It's therealcherie.com. Or you can hit me up on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. And I'm at Cherry Johnson 75. If the 75 isn't behind the name, it's not me. And I do a whole lot of talking and a whole lot of nutrition stuff on uh, the Cherry's World podcast. Or if you're interested in learning just specifically about nutrition, you can always look up keepingitallnatural.com, and that'll give you all the information about the Wellness Center. What this show has been about when it comes to African-American males from being killed, and I was telling somebody recently, uh, uh, I'm not here to stop violence. We're here to manage it because since men and women have been alive you know, many from day one, it's always been violence, but, you know, we want to help curtail that or mitigate it. And of course, what you eat has a lot to do with it, what you read or the people that you're around. It's environmental, you know, it's psychological. It's what you watch. It's what you listen to. And in this case, it's, it's definitely the nutritional aspect of it that most of these young people don't have a clue about that. And so, you know, you've been blessing us this whole afternoon with this conversation, with this interview and uh, definitely we want to also invite you back anytime that you're in town, Little Rock visiting your family or I believe Fordyce, right? Is it Fordyce? You got some folks My dad is originally from Fordyce, but he lives in Little Rock now. Okay. Okay, so definitely yeah. um, we want to make sure that he has a chance to listen to the show. That way uh, we can send him the link. That way he can listen to the show. And definitely we want to give a shout out to your dad. And uh, thank you so much. And, and thank you so much for these conversations, because so many people don't realize that our school curriculum is systematic racism. Our music is systematic racism. They would never allow white rappers to get on the radio and call their women out of their name and kill each other on a song. It's just not possible. So everything was on TV. The violence that you see between these women and these reality shows, it's all systematic. So definitely your diet starts with what you see, what you hear, and the environment that you put yourself in. Yes. That's the mic drop, folks. That's reality. And this is the real reality. And we're talking to someone who knows more than I do. And that's Miss Sherry Johnson. And, and it's a blessing to have this conversation. 
um, we're going to wrap it up. But definitely uh, we want to say our prayers and our thoughts to you and your awesome children, your family, your empire, what you're doing. We appreciate it. And of course, uh, like I called you before, you're my cuz now. So, you know, hey. definitely <laughs> to my cousin out there. We uh, appreciate you and uh, we're going to stay in contact with you and uh, we're going to just keep pressing forward. We're going to remain positive and we're smarter now because we talk to Miss Cherry Johnson. Thank you so much. And uh, we were definitely going to have to bring you back to the show. And now we know the importance of nutrition and its effect, y'all. This is Ed Davis, the host and producer of Buffalo Radio's Keeping It 100 with Dory here. And we thank you. We thank our awesome guest. This, as we close out Women's History Month of March, we thank our keynote, our speaker, Ms. Johnson, moving forward. And we're going to support her moving forward as we go forward, okay? Thank you so much, Ms. Sherry. And we will talk to you soon, okay? Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Miami, go ahead and stop in to keep it natural as we keep it 100. Thank you for listening to Keeping It 100 with Dory, the show designed to create positive attitudes and come up with solutions to stop the violence in the community. Join us every Thursday evening at 6 p.m. right here on Buffalo Radio. We'll see you next week.